0: What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. I'd like to start today's episode with a little honk honk, motherfuckers. It was about a year ago this week. It kind of started in the last week of January, went to about February 25th-ish, but the Canadian convoy showed the rest of the world what was up. Canadian truckers and just regular Canadians sick of the fucking communist twat known as Justin Trudeau is a tool, sick of his mandates and basically being called misogynists and racists because they didn't want to be injected with an untested big pharma poison. So much respect to the Canadian protesters back then i mean it's actually still happening i posted a few videos to the instagram account i have where trudeau was uh, supposed to go talk at the stony creek royal canadian legion and this little bitch decided to skip out so protesters decided to go to hamilton ontario where this fucker was staying and protest the fuck out of him they honked their horns they got out they demonstrated and they showed this little tool what was up And that's not even the end of it. One of the best videos i found of the whole situation with Trudeau going on right now is protesters showed up and they had an inflatable sheep. Fucking large ass inflatable sheep. And it said 99% survival rate and had a fucking mask on. Uh, There's been a few videos coming out. One where Trudeau is walking from his fancy little hotel, surrounded by armed security. But he doesn't want you guys to have fucking weapons. But anyway... So he walks out and people are literally screaming at this stupid motherfucker. And he just jumps into his uh, awaiting SUV to be carted off to the next scam. One year on, you guys. Fucking much respect. That was hardcore. You guys showed the world what was up. People still talk about it. But check this out. This is some bullshit that I found a couple days ago. And in of all places, check out this fucking rando ass website. So it's called hindustantimes.com and uh, apparently i guess it's a some sort of canadian news organization what they're stating is ottawa police made a little release to the media that it quote will have resources logistics traffic towing and staffing plans in place to address any type of scenario that will not allow the conditions to occur that resulted in the february 2022 convoy so apparently they've heightened security in the country's capital, Ottawa, and they're placing restrictions on its downturn core as the weekend marks the first anniversary of the Freedom Convoy 2022 occupation, where the Canadians showed the world what the fuck is up. I've heard uh, whispers here and there that there are some planned events to uh, kind of, I don't know, commemorate the Canada Convoy 2022 Not exactly sure what they're planning. And even if I was, I wouldn't be repeating it right here. So go fuck yourselves, fed boys. (laughs) But anyway, like I said at the beginning, much respect to my Canadian peeps. You guys inspired the world. And a little side note about the videos. Apparently, like they had mislabeled it and they were stating that these protesters were surrounding a hotel in Stony Creek, Ontario. Well, one of our Canadian peeps, Howie, let me know it was actually Hamilton, Ontario. Stony Creek is the town next door. So it's basically, yeah, the hotel was not in Stony Creek. It was in Hamilton, Ontario. And the Canadians showed everyone what's up. And thank you, Howie, for letting me know about the mistake there. I always like to know when I have some wrong information up or some fucking mixed up information. So I absolutely appreciate it. Up top, Howie. Moving on now to some Pfizer is the epitome of evil news. I'm sure everybody and their motherfucking cousin have seen the Project Veritas video where the Pfizer exec, whatever the fuck this dude is, is basically bragging about doing gain and function research and just calling it some other bullshit. Well, Pfizer actually responded to this whole controversy. So let me just kind of break down what I've seen. I'm not going to break down their fucking ridiculous word salad statement, like trying to say, no, we didn't do anything, basically saying they did do some bullshit. But what has actually kind of come out of this is they are admitting they are indeed manipulating COVID. And they printed a long list of vaccine side effects. So at this point, it's no longer up for debate, motherfuckers. Pfizer is now admitting the vaccine can hurt people. Some of the side effects that they're reporting is severe allergic reactions. Myocarditis, pericarditis, injection site pain, headache, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, fever, etc. They seem to have kind of left out the fucking sudden death. Oh, I don't know the strokes and the heart attacks, all that kind of shit. But I just want to say it's fucking official. The conspiracy theorists who have been spitting the hard truths for three years are basically vindicated at this point not that we needed the vindication of these lying fuckers but next time an npc comes at you crazy send them my way but i just want to make it very clear i'm very sorry for all those who ignored our warning and were maimed or killed i 100 percent never wanted that for anyone but you guys have to realize we were shunned and demonized by the media our fellow citizens, and the health authorities. We were banned from Christmas dinners, and many of us were fired from our jobs. This is it. This is where we need all of you to stand with us, to stop this mass genocide. Time is fucking running out, people. And I mean, it may already be out for some people, and it's definitely out for those who have been fucking killed by these vaccines. But we need to take a stand. We need to fucking stop all this stupid ass infighting. Black, white, fucking rich, poor, blah, blah, blah. Everybody is stronger together. That is a known fact. That's not even conspiracy land. We are stronger together. And we can stop these psychopaths. While we're on the subject of kabobo and being maimed. I am going to play a little clip for you, and what you're going to hear is Dr. Naomi Wolf, and she's basically going over a report that shows substantial birth rate drops in 13 European countries England, Wales, Australia, and Taiwan. And I'm going to actually link the report, it's like 91 pages, but she does an amazing job at summarizing what was found and reported. So sit back and listen to Dr. Naomi Wolf give you some absolutely horrific figures on the declining birth rates in Europe and England. If we'd been allowed to have that conversation in 2021, millions of women would be healthy now who are injured and millions of babies
1: would be alive. But there's the most recent report by Dr. Chandler shows a 13 percent to 20 percent drop in live births in Western Europe and Singapore and Australia. And he's looked at databases um, around the world, but especially in Western Europe and the the spontaneous abortions, the miscarriages, um, the loss of babies um, is in, in the double digits in Europe. In some countries, it's so bad they just stopped looking. They stopped collecting data on the drop in live births. And that came about nine months after the vaccine rollout.
0: So, yeah, like I said, it's Dr. Naomi Wolf and she is going over a report done by Dr. Chandler on the crazy decline of birth rates and spontaneous abortion. If that is not enough to convince you that there's a fucking straight up attack on people in general, but specifically fertility and children and babies, I have to play a one more quick little clip for you. And it is Dr. Elizabeth Mumper and she's talking about what fucking Pfizer now is offering pediatricians around the country. It's absolutely astonishing that no one has gone over to the Pfizer offices and burned that shit to the ground. So sit back and listen to this insanity.
1: I've always been saying they're coming for our kids. Now Pfizer is offering to give me free Paxlovid from the government so that I can give it to pediatric patients down to the age of 12. So a few things, you know, the risk of mortality in the pediatric population is statistically zero. I'm not supposed to use ivermectin or vitamin D or vitamin A or all the other ways we know to support the immune system. But I'm supposed to give these kids pexlovid, which actually gets the record for having the most drug interactions of any other drug that's on the market it's quite phenomenal there are over 100 drug interactions so when they talk about this is a crisis but this is an opportunity well clearly the opportunity is for them to come for our kids And in this case with trying to push paxlovid
0: so again that was dr elizabeth mumper talking about how pfizer is now trying to poison children with paxlovid Let me just like make one thing clear. I don't want to have to talk about COVID and Pfizer and all that stupid shit. I would love to be talking about, oh, I don't know, missing people, conspiracy theories, and the fact of the child sex trafficking issue in America and across the world. But these tyrant genocidal twats do not stop. So unfortunately, I have to keep putting this information out there. I still to this day get random messages from people that thank me for making this podcast, for putting this information out there, because trust me, you guys, this shit is so censored. Google, Wikipedia, YouTube, they've already removed the Project Veritas video. And if you repost it, they will straight up ban your account. So A lot of the people that aren't fucking neck deep in conspiracy theories, they don't have an outlet where they would normally get this information. So until these twats are stopped, I'm going to keep screaming from the rooftops about all of the newest medical information and studies and even theories being thrown out there because that is how information is spread. You discuss ideas. You don't fucking censor shit. You don't get payoffs from the government or Big Pharma to basically censor any dissenting view because as we all know, YouTube, the mainstream media, our CDC, FDA, NIH, they all get fat kickbacks from Big Pharma. All of those organizations I just mentioned, they're totally and completely compromised. I don't know what else it's going to take for the NPCs to realize what the fuck is going on, but I swear to you guys, if I have to watch one more fucking video of a parent totally inconsolable because their child is dead or maimed for the rest of their life, or another mother, father, brother, sister, grandparent, whatever is killed by these fucked up vaccines, it fucking wears on your soul. And today when I was visiting different conspiracy corners of the internet, I found this like mega thread, and these people, these crazy ass motherfuckers that I love, put together every single internet article they could find where someone has been maimed and or killed by the vaccine. Now I'm gonna put it up as a link in the show notes of this episode. It's absolutely fucking depressing. But if any of your crazy fucking normie friends that are like all about booster number 27, want to come argue with you that this shit's not hurting people, there's not that many deaths or side effects, refer them to this link because they can see fucking firsthand testimonials of people that have loved ones that have died and people that have been maimed. The information is out there; it's just being censored. And like I said earlier, a lot of normies don't know how to fucking do anything but Google and look at the first two fucking entries. And that's just not going to cut it right now because Google, YouTube, social media, all these stupid ass organizations are censoring information that should be public. Moving on from the Kabobo nightmare for a minute. Last week I was talking about egg prices, ordering eggs, and how so far I have not seen any shortages at my stores. But I came across a very interesting post from Bill Gates is Evil himself. He wrote, lots of reasons to rethink how eggs fit into the future of food. HC Foods has created a lower cholesterol alternative. Like, what the actual fuck? And then he goes on to say, I also tasted Beyond Eggs, Hampton Creek Foods Egg Substitute, which doesn't contain high cholesterol of real eggs. First of all, this fucking twat must have, like, missed, oh, I don't know, like, the last fucking 20 years of science that eggs have good cholesterol. Eggs, eggs are known to be an amazing and used to be cheap source of high quality protein. So I I just don't understand, like people just, I guess they fucking just have no, (laughs) they have no memory. They fucking, their short-term memory is shit and their long-term memory doesn't even exist anymore. I saw yesterday a fucking egg production facility being burned down in Connecticut. So They are definitely going hard at the eggs. Um, I'm also seeing that some of these uh, smaller egg farmers, maybe even larger ones at this point, have been feeding their hens uh, kind of just like a processed general food. And apparently a lot of people's hens are not laying. And then a week ago, some guy that works at an animal food processing plant made a short little TikTok and in this video, he's showing the shit that's going into the food and it's covered in plastics. He has since then lost his job. But what you guys need to do if you have like a small little farming situation like that, a lot of you already know this too, fucking avoid those mass produced commercial feeds because a lot of the time they're fucking garbage. And that goes for dogs and cats too. Like specifically for dog and cat food, always look at the ingredients. And the first ingredient should always be a meat, not chicken meal, not a byproduct, like a straight up meat. If it has a byproduct or chicken meal as its first ingredient, fuck, even its second ingredient, it's fucking garbage and avoid it. It's just going to screw your animals up. So as far as like the hens and the chickens, that kind of thing, what I'm seeing a lot of people talking about is just straight up feeding them table scraps, Uh, expired yogurt seems to be a good one that gets them to lay a lot more eggs than regular. But since we're on the subject of like mass commercial animal feeds and that kind of a situation, we are going to talk about this fucking company I never even heard of until I moved to the sticks. But apparently in like rural areas, they have this thing. It's called Tractor Supply Company. And I heard the name. I kind of saw it because it's sort of in the area where I live now. But check this shit out. Avoid this fucking tractor supply company. And it's not just tractor supplies. I was like, why the fuck? Like, why do people need tractor supplies so bad? But no, it's like a feed store basically. But sit the fuck back and listen to this shit. So I'm sure a bunch of you guys don't even know about this information I'm about to drop on you. You might not even ever heard of tractor supply company. But Tractor Supply's CEO is Hal Lawton, who's based in Nashville, Tennessee. Tractor Supply is a publicly listed company with $13 billion in annual revenue, 46,000 employees, and 2,300 locations in 49 U.S. states. Tractor Supply is specifically marketed to more rural Americans, where their company tagline is, quote, for life out there. So apparently, Tractor Supply Company recently sponsored a quote unquote family friendly fucking drag queen show for children in Texas, about an hour and a half south of Dallas. The same town where Baylor University is. The event was not specifically located at a Tractor Supply store, but Tractor Supply helped to organize the event that was held at Brazos Park East. I fucking posted some of this shit the other day, like yesterday, on my Instagram page. And these drag queen fucking stripper shows for children seem to be exploding all over Texas. Like, what the fuck is up with that, Texas? You guys need to get this shit out of there. Back to the Tractor Supply Company. Check this shit out. They have ties to the World Economic Forum and a bunch of other shit. We're about to go down the rabbit hole here. So the Tractor Supply has a board of directors composed of 10 individuals. One of them is Joy Brown, who is a former executive for Vanguard, And I've talked about Vanguard before. They're a huge company right up there with BlackRock and State Street. And they substantially financially support the World Economic Forum. Sources also say the Shanghai Cooperation Organization for the Eastern World is being supported by Tractor Supply. These various funds are also behind the, quote, social credit and left-wing movements among corporate America to force businesses into left-wing economic and cultural compliance. Another current tractor supply board member, Thomas Kingsbury, bragged about implementing ESG initiatives, which is environmental, social, and governmental, while he was an executive at Kohl's. Another tractor supply board member, Andrew Hawax, is a former executive with Kong Agra, which has been criticized for using genetically modified organisms to change the genetic composition of its food, which dissident voices say cause sterility. Oh, wow. Another fucking reproductive point. A little bit further down this rabbit hole. These motherfuckers have ties to Epstein. But I mean, that's really not too shocking because who the fuck doesn't at this point with these quote unquote elites, the government, politician, those motherfuckers. Another board member named Mark Wyko, who is the president of Victoria's Secret from 2003 to 2007. Victoria's Secret is owned by Leslie Wexner. During this period of time, from 2003 to 2007, it was reported by the New York Times that Jeffrey Epstein had a power of attorney document that allowed him to hire, manage, and fire all of Wexner's employees and manage all of his finances and entities. I fucking personally, I don't own a farm. I have reptile pets. It's never really been a thing where I have to go to a feed store, but a lot of small mom and pop farms do. And I just don't think that they know that Tractor Supply Company is right up there with Vanguard, BlackRock, funding World Economic Forum, fuckery, and who knows what the fuck else. Because this is what I was just able to find with like a 30-minute dive down a rabbit hole. But now you guys know Tractor Supply Company is trying to groom children with these nasty-as-fuck-drag-queen, I don't even know what to fuck call them, strip-teasers for children. I watched a couple the other day and this nasty motherfucker is singing a song for children saying like cheers to those who lick us where we pee. Some other nasty fuck is like wearing a tiny little mini skirt type thing and does the splits and you can see his gross little tiny junk all tucked up in there. And these are children. They're little fucking children at these drag show events. Like what the actual fuck is wrong with these parents? Fuck's tractor supply company. That is the parents fault. It's fucking insane if you want to be disgusted go to my vanished athena account on instagram and check out the videos because i posted about three or four of them and they're fucking disgusting and texas what the fuck is up why is this shit happening so much there who is trying to push this in texas i mean this is something you would expect in fucking california or new york some shit like that but i keep seeing this shit happening in texas now, you got to think about that. What, who's funding this? Who is pushing this? And why in Texas? Those are some very important questions to think about. So you guys, I am going to leave a link up to an article where a few different smaller farmers are talking about they how they ditched the commercial feed and started making their own chicken feed, and now their hens are actually laying again. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for you guys to check that shit out. Get away from that commercial feed, and if you have cats and dogs... Do not buy shit that's a byproduct or chicken meal. It's fucking garbage, and it will, in the long run, poison your animals. Now, this next, a little bit, I'm not going to get too deep into it. If you want some information or links, fucking hit me up. But Elon Musk recently met in D.C. with John Podesta. And if you don't know who that motherfucker is, he is the star of the Pizzagate scandal, which, by the way, has never been disproved. Now, apparently Elon Musk spent some time with John Podesta at his fucking nasty ass pervy lair called the Center for American Progress offices in D.C. I keep fucking screaming from the rooftops that everyone thinks Elon Musk is the fucking savior. He's like totally on our side. He's not on our fucking side, you guys. Elon Musk, he keeps fucking releasing all these Twitter docs. I still haven't seen any Fauci Twitter drops. So I don't know. I've been waiting for that now for a fucking while. But just keep in mind, you guys, this motherfucker, Elon Musk, is not on our side. His family has a long history. Eugenesis, they're fucking, it's all bad. It's all fucking bad. I'm not going to fucking go into it deep. I've been screaming this shit for long enough. If you want, check it out or hit me up and I'll send you links so you can actually look at his family and how fucked up they are. A little side note, his fucking broad, ex-broad, whatever the fuck you want to call her, she's some fucking singer chick named Grimes. Before Kabobo actually hit and we knew what the fuck was going on, this bitch fucking released an album and there's kind of like hieroglyphics. And in the hieroglyphics, it literally has images that, basically kind of point to the pandemic coming along there's something that looks like the kabobo virus there's needles it's just it's fucking insane and I want to know how this bitch knew about that because there's just way too many things lining up for it to just be a co-winky dink and this bitch fucking has a video where she's wearing a face mask and this is right before kabobo sorry not fucking buying it Since we're on the subject of Elon Musk and Twitter, we are going to talk about one of the latest Twitter file dumps, and it's regarding Hamilton 68. So just a little background on what the fuck this scam is. Basically, Hamilton 68 was and still is a computerized, quote, dashboard designed to be used by reporters and academics to measure, quote, Russian disinformation, It was the brainchild of former FBI agent and current MSNBC disinformation expert Clint Watts and backed by the German Marshall Fund and the Alliance for Securing Democracy, a bipartisan think tank. The latter's advisory panel includes a former acting CIA chief, Michael Morell, former ambassador to Russia, Michael McPhail, former Hillary for America chair, John Podesta and one-time a Weekly Standard editor, Bill Kristol. I'm taking us back to when all of these huge mainstream media outlets were trying to say that Russian disinformation is what got Trump elected. This is actually kind of crazy, because even the Twitter execs were calling bullshit on the whole Hamilton 68 fraud. I'm getting this information, by the way, from RacketNews.com. I will leave a link to it because the author is Matt Tabibi, who has been releasing a lot of these Twitter dumps. So, yeah, check the show notes and that will be there. But back in the day, virtually every single mainstream media garbage outlet was implicated in this whole Russian disinformation scam. That includes NBC, CBC, ABS, PBS, CNN, MSNBC, The New York Times and The Washington Post. Apparently, Mother Jones alone did 114 stories pegged to the group's quote research. Politifact and Snopes have cited Hamilton 68 as a legitimate source. Like I was just saying, even the Twitter execs were calling bullshit on it and they had this unique position to be able to reverse engineer Hamilton's lists in late 2017. Twitter was concerned enough about the proliferation of news stories linked to Hamilton 68 that it also ordered a forensic analysis. During this analysis, Twitter was kind of just checking to see how many of these Hamilton 68 accounts were russian or spammy or phony or bots anything like that and out of the 644 accounts only 36 were registered in russia and most of them were associated with rt which is like a russian news network so the twitter execs went further many of the accounts that hamilton 68 were claiming you know had links to russian influence activities online were mostly English language 86% but they were also legitimate people largely in the US, Canada and Britain. So some of the comments in the internal Twitter emails were, "quote, these accounts are neither strongly Russian nor strongly bots." Another was, "no evidence to support the statement that the dashboard is a finger on the pulse of Russian information ops." And finally, Quote, hardly evidence of a massive influence campaign. Even Yoel Roth, the fucking pervert pedophile, was calling bullshit on the whole Hamilton 68 list. You're telling me that these motherfuckers at Twitter could figure out that Hamilton 68 was a bunch of bullshit, but all of those mainstream media outlets I just listed had no fucking clue? Yeah, I'm not buying it. Not at all. Some people will just say it was, quote, faulty science that led Hamilton 68 to declare all of these accounts were fucking Russian disinformation agents, but that's a bunch of bullshit. It was a straight up scam. Instead of tracking how Russia influenced American attitudes, Hamilton 68 just collected a handful of mostly real and mostly American accounts and described their organic conversation as Russian scheming. Yoel Roth actually said virtually any conclusion drawn from this fucking ridiculous Hamilton 68 dashboard will take conversations in conservative circles on Twitter and accuse them of being Russians. So at this point, even Twitter is thinking this is just a fucking another psyop coming from the DNC. And that's kind of the conclusion I've come to as well. I just want to know how these other mainstream media outlets just ran With this complete lie and bullshit. I mean, I have a pretty good idea. We all know that the mainstream media is fucking bought and sold by CIA, Big Pharma, and basically the DNC. And they were straight up going after Trump at this point. And like I've said 9 billion times, I'm not a Trump fan because fuck Republicans and Democrats. But... I think it's very plain to see there was a concerted effort by the mainstream media to lie and demonize and exaggerate and just straight up try to scam the American public on what Trump was and was not. Another quote by Yola Roth in the Twitter communications was, quote, the selection of accounts is bizarre. And seemingly quite arbitrary they appear to strongly preference pro-russian Trump accounts which they use to assert that Russia is expressing a preference for Trump even though there's not good evidence any of them are Russian this list it's fucking crazy let me just tell you some of the people that these FBI CIA disinformation twats at Hamilton 68 were trying to convince people were Russian agents We've got David Horowitz, Dennis Michael Lynch, and Consortium editor Joe Loria. And just a little side note, this list was not just Trump supporters, but a huge variety of political dissidents, including leftists, anarchists, and humorists. And because this shit was all protected by the mainstream media and none of this information really got out... Most of the people on these lists had no fucking idea. They were used for years to drive hundreds, if not thousands, of media headlines about fake as fuck Russian bot infiltration of online discussions. So Tabibi started contacting people on the lists, and he says reactions have rested between blind fury and shock. Some people said, quote, I'm a 73-year-old snowbird in Florida. How could I be a Russian bot? And there was one that I kind of fucking found probably the most relatable. It was, I'm not surprised, but I am angered that we are once again falsely accused of spreading Russian disinformation on Twitter. So it's fucking insane. And I think the worst part is how the mainstream media spread it and the NPCs of the world just fucking ate the bullshit up and asked for seconds. This shit has got to stop. When are people going to be like, no, more propaganda in the American media? I don't think it always used to be this way in our media. I think media, you know, used to have investigative journalists and in-depth investigations, but that's definitely a thing of the past. All right, you guys, I think that's a, <laughs> about enough truth bombs for one fucking week. Before we get out of here, I have to say what's up to our top three downloading states, which are California. Colorado, and Michigan. What's up, Michigan? I haven't seen you guys on the front page for a while. Thank you for downloading. I absolutely appreciate everybody checking it out. As far as our international peeps, we have the usual suspects of Australia, the UK, Canada, and Norway is back on the front page. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. If you want any of the information I talk about or you have a rabbit hole you think I should check out, send me an email at at gmail.com or go to Reddit to my sub. It is r slash vanishedinthevalley. And my username is Athena, 7979. And I do always kind of throw this out. There is the Instagram page at vanishedathena, but I don't get most of my messages. They send it to some folder that I never even fucking look in because I don't know it's there half the time. And I think they're just straight up not sending other messages. So you can try it if you'd like. Go check out some of the videos. I have a shit ton up on Instagram. (laughs) My shit gets fucked with every single day. I get a fucking violation and they remove my posts. But it's kind of fun pissing them off because fuck the fact checkers. And Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard. All right, you guys, until next week, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.